0: Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Nikki, what's your campaign look like? What are your thoughts around that? How do you keep it personal?
1: Well, I think, um, first off, you have to go with wherever your strengths are. So, communication style. Um, in regards to putting someone in a campaign, it needs to be systemizable, but we also don't want the customer to feel like they're being put into a system for a plug and play. So, I think there's some opportunities there to mix up the communication styles that you have. And so, for example, week one. Week one could be a text message and that you send out to your client. And it has a link to your digital You know, business app if you have something of that nature. Week two would be a follow-up and that follow-up call would be triggered by your CRM that probably most of you guys have to remind you to give them a call, ask them how the house uh, hunting went over the weekend and that did they have any questions in regards to utilizing your digital business card because there is a calculator in there to let them know what the monthly payment would be based off of the sales price. Then week three could be something as simple as a video that you send out with an attachment that has the, you know, keeping current matters, they have a buyer's guide, and in the email or the video that you give to them, customizing it saying, I just came across this, I thought it might be some information that would be beneficial to you and your family while you're looking for your next home. Then you go into the next week, and the next week would be a phone call to follow up with the real estate agent. I notice we haven't received a contract on the Smiths yet. Is there anything that I might be able to do to help you? What challenges are are they having? And can we brainstorm together to be able to find them the perfect home? I know that the inventory is really low right now. And then you go into your week six. So week six, week six might be another text message. It might be an email that you send out to them. Um, It may have something that maybe there's a graph that came over that you wanted to share with them, but personalizing why you're sending it to them. But all of these are actually custom, but they're in a system that's built behind your CRM so that you're being reminded to go ahead and have those high touch points. And, you know, it's just as simple as sending out your needs list. So as we want commitment to our customers, the easiest way to get commitment from them is to ask for all of their financial documents up front which we all know is a follow-up process in itself. But because we're asking for their firstborn child, they typically won't give that firstborn child to another lender once we've collected everything. And so that's another part that can be implemented inside your system with your follow-up. And whenever there's an action item that we need from our customer, it gives us an opportunity to call the customer, to reach back out to them, to explain to them why we need it and how we're trying to make them have a competitive advantage over other buyers. It gives them the why behind it. But every single time that we're able to go out and you know, touch our client, it reminds them that we're here to guide them and support them. And hopefully that will go ahead and continue to build on the trust and the relationship and the connection with them.
0: So so think about this right now and just think about the architecture of, of something like this. And it doesn't have to be rocket science, but it does have to be a commitment of time. And, and you know, one of the, one of the laws that, I, that I, I think is probably most profound in high trust selling is this entire concept of incubation and I think all of you would probably agree in the in the moment of of your kind of reviewing your business right now that an extra 30 or 40 minutes a day on that kind of activity (coughs) on texting on phone calling on even video messaging um, that alone would start to give you lift in a way that's unbelievable we're going to show you some some video tomorrow on Different contact points and what that actually looks like, but I but I'm sitting here thinking that that follow up is first a habit, um, and 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 then I mean, first a concept, and then second a habit. And everybody can probably get better at forming the habit, even now. we know the concept, right? It's simple. But it's it's really simple, but 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 again, I would ask: is there a uh, is there a preordained block of time on your day? every day that you are actively managing whatever your campaign is and if there's not then what's happening is we are losing emotional connection and if we do the high trust interview well with a borrower up front if we to Dominic's point if we do um, the needs list and the presentation if we do the advice part if we use keeping current matters we have an opportunity to have people feel connected every time we do something And i would just ask you to consider what that would look like because i i guarantee you there's probably 45 minutes in a day that you're spending doing something other than that activity and right now you would agree that activity follow-up that you're not doing is more important than the activity that you are doing
1: and it's so painful when you go back and you look at your your tbd pipeline your credit only pipeline and there's you know 900 clients in there and you know (laughs) that they're old And how many of them went to your competition because you had that face-to-face appointment, you thought you knocked their socks off, and then you found out that they bought a home but they didn't utilize you. I mean, that's painful. So how do we stay in front of them to make sure that they want to come back to us because we're the ones that were giving them the advice. We were the ones that were following up with them. So if they did have any questions, we were the one that they came to. And I think that that's where it comes down to the lead conversion and increasing those ratios is just acknowledging that side of it. Because it is, it's, you know, it's not rocket science. It's, it's real simple. And I know that it's hard to implement things, especially when you're coming back from a big event like this. But I would challenge you, in your lead campaign, even if it's just one task that you want to add to what you're currently doing, I'd like to see what that ROI would come back to. I mean, Michael and I were just talking about this in the back. Instead of just going and doing a 12-week lead campaign, just add one task to what you're currently doing and seeing if that changes. I mean, imagine just getting one more loan by adding one more task, and it'd be interesting to see what the statistics would be.
0: So you know, you know the statistics, and you kind of have seen in the last uh, couple years lift. What can somebody expect um, as, they, as they own this concept? And again, to your point, whether it's figured out immediately and, and perfectly at the start, or whether they add one or two more things, Zoom out for a little bit, look at your entire company, what have you guys seen in terms of growth in that area?
1: You know, um, with the the statistics for this year, originally we thought that numbers would be higher than they are. Um, And I think that adding some of these additional um, campaigns or tasks allowed us to, maybe not get to where our goals were, but is allowing us to maintain where we currently were last year versus losing loans. And I know that um, with the, you know, inventory and, and market movements and where rates are and refi not as high as they currently are, I think that if we weren't implementing some of these campaigns that we would have seen an actual negative down. I do think that um, it's, it's really fun to uh, watch people grow and have them year after year increase their volume, make it to the presence Club trips. I mean, it's it's very exciting for those, and I think that that um, it doesn't matter if you start out and you're doing a, a couple loans a month versus getting over to that you know five to eight, ten, and then fifteen. It's it's about just growing your business and working internally in your business to work smarter and not harder. And I think doing some of these small little activities, I call them sales activities. Um, the biggest ROI that you'll probably see is probably the word of mouth because the more people that you touch, even if they're not ready to buy a home, they have their sphere of influence as well. So you're top of mind to them and hopefully that in turn will also help you with getting additional referrals during the process versus waiting for the loan to close and then asking for the referral.
0: So there may be one of the gems right there that, that Nikki just dropped and, and that is why, why do this, right? The obvious is do it because higher conversion yields higher income, right? The more important reason to do it is because if you have a person that you've created this unbelievable experience with, the new world in which you and I live is going to be less about B2B and more about B2C. So if it's going to be business to consumer and you need to own the piece of the business that makes your goals and dreams come true, every human being that you have an interaction with is going to be the human being that may unlock the door to 10 more people or 50 more people or 100 more people or, you know, maybe 1,000 more people. And so I want you to be thinking right now about this is not only simple, but it is mandated for you to have a business that is going to feed you and your family and the economic dreams you have in a way that right now is untapped. It's untapped. We have guys and gals in elite right now using this conversion strategy that are watching doors open to small owned companies with 20 or 30 employees, to one of our elite members, two different plants in his state that have 2,700 people that he has been introduced to because of a person that they focused on converting, doing a massively beautiful job for, coming out the end of the process, a raving, wow, word-of-mouth fan. And it's, it is unbelievable to me to see how many human beings are in the universe, that one experience with one customer, this way, that Nikki's teaching, could unlock the door for you. Can you imagine being in a world where one person introduces you to one person that has such a depth of contact and ecosystem that that would be your only account for the rest of your life. Can you imagine that? And what we're seeing is that you have a bigger opportunity for that the higher the percentage on the front end that you convert at. Every human being is a piece, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth, we know they are. 66% more profitable, word of mouth, than a cold lead. 66% more profitable. That's
1: huge.